Action Park Media. All right, welcome to Victory the Podcast. I'm Doug Ellen. I am Kevin Connolly in the live room, filling in in the actual Kevin Dillon seat. Kevin Dillon, I just saw at the Louvre in Paris. <laughs> I mean, I just saw it on Instagram. I went to known because yesterday I saw a picture of him on Instagram in Hollywood. So I was like, maybe he's showing up today. It looked like he was promoting the uh, Kevin Can Fuck Himself show, right? That was, <laughs> he was in front of a Kevin Can Fuck Himself billboard. Is he involved with Is he in that no, show? No, but I think it's like because his name's Kevin. But I, I don't know. I thought that was Vegas, but he's a nomad now. So yeah, we don't know. I have no idea. So you haven't heard from him. No, no, no. Of course I didn't have. But I did I did wonder how the move was going. Yeah. He must have pulled it off. I mean, he's in, he's at the Louvre. And I'll take it a step further. I'll bet you Dylan knows his way around the Louvre. Oh, meaning yeah. He likes his art. He knows art. He paints. He paints. You would never think Dylan would be a guy that would be like, we got to go to the Louvre, right? But <laughs> no, he does. He is that guy. He's he is a guy. real painter. He He's promised he was going to paint me for a long time, by the way. I've never gotten that. You know, I, I, I asked him, I said, because he does a really good job. And I was like, a, he, he paints pictures, right? So if he works off of a picture. So he, I said to him one time, I was like, hey, man, you, I would love to have a painting by Kevin Dillon. I'll proudly display that on the wall. And he's like... You know, that's not exactly like asking for a ride to the airport, chief. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. So apparently a, a piece of artwork from Dylan is a big ask. So do you pay for it? Do you make an offer? Like, well, what's it worth? Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I, you know, I, the minute he, when he opened like that, I figured, okay, let's just move on. Well, He's right. said things to me like, I want to paint you, but then it, there's no follow-up. So. Well, and, and it's funny. It sounds weird coming from Dylan, but he's serious. I would love to paint you, Doug. <laughs> it sounds, coming from Dylan, it sounds super creepy. But what what's yeah. going on? What's happening in the Hollywood Ways world? We got today's a, it's not a bonus episode, but um, it's a special episode for me because we're interviewing Soleil Moonfry of Punky Brewster fame. And we'll get into it with, with her. But one of the things about Soleil is, you know, she was like at ground zero of childhood stardom and for all that she's been through for being that famous at that age she's the single most normal person of all i I don't know how she dodged all these all these things that happened to most of the child stars that are that famous at that age but uh she came out clean on the other side yeah well i I watched her doc last night star nine kid 90 right kid 90 yeah. yeah i mean uh it's uh it's emotional and it's depressing and it's uh you know i I was in Hollywood at that time. I never really went out even then. But yeah, I, we wouldn't let you. I course. saw that whole crew out there, though. You know what, what I mean? And that was me. You and your fucking crew and your loudmouths and your fucking <laughs> half a tough guy that Scott well, Kahn used to pick well, on you guys. But I mean, you know, it's just it's it's funny watching you and like which I'm going to talk to Soleil about. It's like nothing's changed with you. It's funny when people go, oh, did fame change Kevin Conley? Soleil's got a shot of him in a car where Conley's like, get the fucking camera out of my face. And I'm like, it's nothing is different yeah, than it, it is I, today. I never I never liked I never was a fan of the camera. So before she comes on, though, God knows what kind of footage she actually has. Well, we'll talk about about that but i know yeah so were you nervous when you heard this thing was coming together or? I, I i trust her yeah yeah she but really she made is. a good doc without without making anybody look bad and again for all i know there's nothing on there that would make you look bad but who the hell knows what you guys were up to well that's what i mean and yeah. also too you know again you're going back to a time and we'll get into this with social media there was no social media so when somebody put their camera in your face it wasn't as bothersome you weren't as worried about it people were a little more natural 
when the camera was. In you their were face. not, by the way. You were completely bothered by it. Well, I was a. I was driving, and B, she was like <laughs> with the camera. Was like it was like an extreme French. It was a French over. She was doing a French over, which is uh, as I said, nothing has changed. I have probably twelve hundred videos of Kevin Connolly telling me to get that fucking camera out of yeah, his face. Dylan, me and Dylan, me and yeah. Dylan both. No, Dylan likes it. Dylan, you know, he, Dylan doesn't. Dylan likes. He it, doesn't like just, it when he's rehearsing or right. when he's doing it's anything. A slippery but, slope. Yeah. Once he starts to struggle with an ad read, forget about it. <laughs> Um, all right, so what do you think of this? Scotty, our producer in there. Scotty and Gary. Scotty is, um, I got invited, I'm trying out for uh, Scotty's roller hockey team. What do you think of that? Well, Scotty played uh, college hockey. Scott, well, Scott, yeah. Scotty's I, like 31. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm going to be on his team. I'm not, we're not gonna, I don't want to play against the guy. Um, but no. we don't know what the other teams look like. What do I think? I mean, listen, I, I know I've heard some stories about your hockey game, and you were like a Danny Carcillo type, I would say, like a scrappy no, little no, fucking. No, I wasn't. No, I was, what would you describe yourself as? Yeah, just a little more, a little more Theo Fleury. <laughs> 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 a little more I mean, I don't know what kind of night. audience we have that that is aware of hockey, but and Carcillo, by the way, is amazing. We went to a game where Carcillo scored a hat trick against the Kings, but Flurry is. I mean, come on, yeah, that's no, a I, 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 that was that was being sarcastic. I only said that because Flurry was, you know pretty undersized guy and scored yeah. 50 goals a year yeah. and was as tough as they come. But but you're also you're past your prime. Well, right? this is you know it's funny because this is the this is what's been in my head. Not, I just wonder. I don't know. I don't know how my body is going to is going to. Respond. I do. You're going to suffer greatly. I mean, you, you, you what are you, Chris Chelios? He who played till 45. <laughs> like, there's Scotty, no fucking way. Uh, Scotty, it's not full contact, is it? No, not at all. Right. No, it's roller. Yeah. It's roller By the way, it's not full contact until they say E, and they're like, <laughs> "Fucking put that guy's head through the boards." That's the one thing I worry about. <laughs> I know. I, I well, I'll get to that part with Scotty where it's like, listen, I can trust me. Please don't don't get involved. If I need your help, you'll know. <laughs> Until then, you know. I think this is a real hilarious. And and Scotty, you can't see him, but he's uh, our our I don't know guru well, inside like, here at Action Park Media. But he's like, fucking besides the good head of hair, he's fit. He's, right, he'll, well, he'll fucking take you down. Well, how about this? I mean, so it, it's funny too because I guess there's a few different divisions. So Scotty plays in the highest division. So he's he's basically dropping down a weight class and pretty much has to dial back his game. So we're playing in in uh, what Scotty referred to as the middle league, but I don't know what that is. Here's what I do know: I, I have way too much pride to go out there and humiliate myself. I think I'll be fine. I do. I think well, I'll be a smarter. I don't player. know that pride can actually cover talent, youth, and no. What strength, I'm, what I'm saying we'll is, if I'm not going to let myself go out there and look like a fucking asshole, but also I, I, I don't want to say this for nothing, but I want you, Mike, Mike Young. Have you ever played hockey with Mike Young? Yeah. By the way, Mike Young uh, is still playing. He's yes. fifty. I know exactly what he is. We have a birthday that's like three days away, but I, w- I want you to ask Mike Young about some of my roller hockey skills. And I'm serious. Just ask him. Give him a give him a call. <sighs> Scotty, we got, sorry, the roster's jammed up at the moment. Oh, though, but I would we'll fuck see. it. By the way, I would kill. <laughs> to get 10 years back and get on the fucking rink with not Scotty with right. Connolly. I would fucking kill for that. But I was uh, yeah. I was pretty pretty good with the stick, my friend. Oh, to get, no, we're, that's we're, Mike Young. Call we're, we're, pl- we're playing in, uh, in Mar Vista, which is nice. It's outdoor referees, the whole nine yards. Um, there's a, there's a, Scotty's calling it a practice skate, but it feels like a tr- bit of a tryout. So whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll... Oh my God. If Connolly gets cut from this roller <laughs> hockey league, that would be the greatest thing ever. But here's the other thing. Scotty is the, like, he's the star of the team. 
So he's, I think he's like basically said to them like, well, it's like a, pa- it's a package deal. So I'm coming in like McSorley with Gretzky, only I can't fight. They <laughs> are going to, if you get put on the team so that they can keep Scotty happy, I mean, people think, are going to kick the shit out of you. I think, I think that that's probably, I don't know, they don't know. And, and listen, let me tell you, and I'm not just saying this, I was pretty good when I was 30. I, listen, the medium league 10 years ago for me, I would have been very competitive in. Mm-hmm. I do wonder. I do wonder how my uh, how my how my body's going to hold up. I hope we're going to get some video of this because I th- I think it's great. Uh, and I I have no doubt. But did you ever? I know you've seen it. Heaven can wait. You know, one of the great movies of all time. And Warren Beatty, he dies. He's the quarterback of the Rams. He dies, and he has to go into the body of like a billionaire. So he buys the Rams to go play for the Rams, but he's in that weird old body, kind of like yours right now. Right. So he's got to go play for the Rams, and they're so pissed that he bought the team that like they are just kicking the shit out of him until he proves themselves. I, I think it, they're going to do that to you. I just need a big goal. All I need is a big goal. <laughs> the big goal, I'll play with Scotty, but you know, it'll You're be... like Barzell. Scotty, what, what would you say would be the average taking me out of the equation? What's, what do you think the average age is on this team? I'd say... 33. Listen, that's who I play pickleball with, and some of them are professional tennis players, not right. just Division One. What it what it's going to come down to is the skating. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's at the end of the day. I think the first couple games might be tough, but you'll, you'll jump back into it. Right. Are there boards? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a yeah. rink. It's oh, a, wow. Oh, it's I a... am coming to this game with my camera, and there's going to be no get that fucking camera out of my face. I love it. All right, well, I'm excited about this. I would like to put in a request for season tickets. We'll see Because I'll happens. come to all of these games. We'll Let me see go if I a... make the team. Can you imagine Scotty say, like, Kevin, listen, you know, it's hard for me to have this conversation. We work together. I like you. Like, you know, the, but the guys were just saying, <laughs> that, you know, maybe. Would that affect scotty's career path at action park no, media if you were because, cut you because, say that he, no, say he, it no, loud absolutely now. not because here's the thing he i will cut my i'm not getting cut i will cut myself because i will know instantly you say that but the question is, is i'll talk to no, scotty on no, the side you, and we'll you, get a real it, it'll it'll be obvious and and to scotty's point it'll be obvious if hey, he just needs to get his legs under him a couple games but I've been skating. By the way, I, I laced him up this weekend. To get I mean, a there's, warm up. there's. I mean, uh, my cardio is good. I mean, not to, not to, for nothing. I mean, there's been players. There've been real players. There's been Muhammad Ali. There's been uh, Joe Namath. People that just stayed around too long, and uh, they weren't really sure that it wasn't working for them. So I hope you're self aware enough. Didn't enough. really even dawn on me till this weekend. Yeah. If I'm being totally, are honest you nervous or not? No. All right. I'm well, not nervous. I want I want to go down to everything. Actually, you know what would be fucking great? This would be a great podcast. Too, th- we document your comeback <laughs> into this sport. It would be awesome. The games are on like Thursday nights, you know, like under the lights, you know. Well, I mean, by in more Vista. Does Mike Young play in this league? No. Mike oh. Young, uh, no. Who knows? He, oh, okay. but you know, Mike Young. I, I get Scotty's got like hockey friends, right? So yeah. normally I would suggest Mike Young, but I, I think they got that covered. I'm already <laughs> the ninth man on the roster. It's already a little bit. You know, how many? How many are on the team? Ten. And, and you're who? Who's behind uh-huh. you? Is the question. <laughs> and does he know that yet? Because he's going to kick the shit out of you. Also, right. I'm really excited about this. All right, let's get on one other topic before we bring on Soleil Moon Fry. You know my food shit. I'm fucking crazy. And like, I found this new bagel place, and I don't want to be a traitor. To Pops or, or Yeasty Boys or Boogie Bagel because I love them all. But I'm, I'm on this new addiction for this Courage Bagel. Okay, the Courage Bagel. 
Yeah, it's it's on Virgil in East Hollywood. They got like New York Times said it's the best bagel in this country in the, in the country. Okay, wow. which is offensive a to a lot statement. of New Yorkers, but it's really good. But you go there like I wake up. I don't sleep anymore. I'm getting old. I wake up at five thirty in the morning. I'm like, you know what I'll do? I'll get the courage before the line starts because a line is big. But I'm not the only fucking moron who does this because your boy was there. Toby was online at Courage Bagels Saturday morning. Really? I waiting saw... online, patiently waiting online. You guys you know don't what? have an in? I don't want to say. I didn't want to get weird. It looked like Toby might have had some in. I, I couldn't figure it out exactly. He was kind of standing off to the side, and then someone came he out was, with a bag. He was waiting for his order. <laughs> Toby but, wasn't waiting on that line. But we and talked about you. you, and I felt really good about the fact he hasn't met your baby either yet, because I just assumed, like, Leo and Toby got first dibs on the kid. I, I mean, normally, you're the you're the only friend of mine that I consider close that has had a baby where I live in the same town, that it's day eight, and I still haven't. No, it's been two weeks. Okay, I still haven't seen the child. I've well, tried. Nobody has. Yeah, but What's up with that? What because are you doing? I, I think that the baby needs to settle into the world. <laughs> Give the baby a little time to settle into the world before, hey, how you doing? I'm your Uncle Dog. I'm going to be like, Kennedy, listen, he's not your uncle. You're not related to this Jew. There's absolutely no relation. <laughs> that uncle thing, it's a weird thing. Everybody not, says that it. That is not your uncle. You, well, have like, you have two uncles. I, I knew, by the way, I knew... When I met Kevin 20 years ago, that whenever it was that he had a child, if it was a daughter, he was going to be crazy protective. <laughs> and not, you are going to no be. be. No more than I would be if it was a son. I mean, you're protective. Uh, well, that yeah, was what I was going to ask you. I mean, I wondered if I would have met the son yet. But maybe not. No, I mean, the same thing. The thing about raising a son is I think I would have been harder on a Not harder on a son, but. I, at this point, it's eight not, days. No, no, not what at is this it? point. It's How many weeks. days? Two Almost weeks, two right? weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time flies. You know? As, if it were a son, I'd be like, son, you have to listen to me. I've been through this. You have to understand. <laughs> you know, like I, I would know, I'd be feeling like I know everything. Whereas a girl, it just, it just kind of. Well, I'm very excited for this journey, and it's so weird. I mean, I know you're younger than me, but it's still bizarre that I have. You've known my kids since they were born, and now my daughter is 17 and three quarters. My son is 19. It's Crazy. so bizarre. Anyway, with all that said, we're going to try to avoid all of the pitfalls, because honestly, this, the movie, Soleil's movie, Kid 90, it really did. It upset me, because again, I wasn't friends with any of those people, but I knew them peripherally through people, and the amount of suicides yep. in that group is is frightening so yeah. uh we'll talk about that and uh i'm excited that you got her to come on and yeah. uh we'll be right back with soleil moonfry right, welcome back victor the podcast we've got soleil moonfry now I, it's just weird because these two are so close and like all of the embracing before uh out there i, I don't really have a place in this so i'm gonna you're an outsider mostly sit back and look but um, welcome. Soleil. Thank you. I'm, you. I'm so excited to be here. And it is a love fest. I, I love, I love you so, so much. Let uh, me I tell just... you about Soleil. Okay. My first weekend in LA, I move out here. It's the summer of 92. I remember this so well. <laughs> summer of 92. And I'm doing great Scott. To it's the show where I met Toby. I had been in town for a week. <laughs> I, I, I obviously know nobody. And Toby says, Hey, listen, if you're not doing anything this weekend, it's like, doing anything this weekend. As of now, I'm never doing anything. I have nothing on the books. I'm available for the next 40 years. I mean, I literally did not know a person. Toby's like, we're going to go to my friend's birthday party. It's on a boat. It's in the marina. I'm like, great. Get there. And I'm, it's the first day that I'm meeting what would become my lifelong friends. And we pull into the marina parking lot. Remember this? Remember yeah, this? I'll never live it down. I still don't live it down. This boat comes like backing up. It's like docking. So it's coming back. And there's 
my, my 75 <laughs> kids in the parking lot, right? Just like waiting for this boat. And here comes this boat. And Soleil is in this like red dress. And she's, my black cowboy she's boots. Waving, <laughs> she's waving to the crowd like she was at, she, she's like on the front of the boat waving. I was like, oh my God, we are not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> in and fa- it was Soleil's sweet 16 <laughs> was, birthday party. It was my sweet 16 and my mom had splurged on renting this boat and her genius idea was that I had to welcome everyone by standing at the bow, like I was queen of the world you or something. Like queen when I was like, and like I this. was <laughs> waving, <laughs> waving to the fans and on the left. Can I tell you something? Right. Every day for the rest of my teenage existence, they reminded me. Of it. <laughs> I mean, it was it was one of the great entrances <laughs> well, of are, all time, I and it was it. also my entrance, my my. Introduction to LA. Yeah, I mean, but that, that, that day was like the day that you met so I many met of your lifelong best friends, right? Leo, Toby, Jay Ferguson, Johnny Whitworth, everybody. Oh, and by the crazy. way, whoever's listening oh. out there, I, w- I don't want you to think this is how you normally get welcomed in Hollywood. <laughs> Nobody fucking welcomed me when I got right. here. Yes, I mean, and I know we'll talk about the doc later. So after the documentary comes out, a couple weeks ago, my stepdad. Now I moved away from home when I was like eighteen. I moved to New York to go to school and the whole thing. That's crazy. And they too, send me a I box. Being at your house. A, they send me a picture of a box of more tapes. And I'm like, you could not write it. And one of them says, Soleil's birthday. And I'm really hoping that there's footage of that party. It's, it's gotta, gotta be. be. I was it's like, where's be. the it missing tapes? It was so tapes? epic. It was, I gotta and, see we, this, and we all spent the day on a boat in the marina. And for anyone, so just fun. so everyone knows what we're talking about, Soleil's got a great documentary I watched last night on Hulu, Kid 90, Connolly. I wouldn't call him the star of it. But <laughs> he yeah. is definitely one of the highlights. <laughs> Listen, was Andy Weiss in there? Did I see that? Yeah, yes. there's a shot of Andy in there. Yeah, I mean, there's you really there's a did a great job of sprinkling a little bit of everybody, and we'll we'll talk about. It. I mean, listen, for me, it took me a second to watch the movie because, you know, first of all. You have to watch this movie, especially if you have any interest in Hollywood at all. You, you have to watch this movie because it just is a, 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 a snapshot of a moment in time, right? And, you know, listen, Sean Carasena was one of my best friends. I mean, he was like on the inner, inner of inner circles. He was one of my closest friends. And you look at him and you just, you forget like those things that happen. And when you see it sort of lined up, you go, oh my God, you, you, it's not that you forget, but you look at almost the, the lineup of people that left way too early in a short, short hindsight. And, and so young. And, and to your point, you know, these were authentic relationships. These were our family. Right, and, right. and so there's the family we're born into and there's the family we choose. And, right. and this was our chosen family. And I really do believe a friend once said it was like our real life eighth grade. And that's True. essentially what it was is we were going through all of these adventures of youth and life and these roller coasters. And yet there was so much going on under the surface for some of the people that we love that that we didn't always in hindsight, see or hear. And in hindsight, hindsight exactly. it feels obvious. But at the time, the time it wasn't. It was like, what's wrong? With, what's wrong with you? Yeah, Jonathan Brandis was a good friend oh. of mine. I know you guys were close. Yeah. That that I mean, honestly, that I one did, hurt. That one hit me deep. I, I did. I did want to ask you guys about that since we're going deep, quick. But I mean, this this documentary, which there's a lot of there's entourage elements to it because it, it is about these regular kids in Hollywood dealing with this stuff and the amount of people you see dealing with mental illness and the amount of people in your group that committed suicide or got into drugs it's really it's it's tragic and and awful but do you think it's it's something about uh the arts the town like what yeah or, all of them all the I, and it's interesting i actually i don't think it has as much to do with hollywood i think i think mental health you know is an issue 
globally. And it's something that has been so stigmatized that people don't feel open enough to talk about so often. Right. And so I think there is certainly there's an element of having the world at your fingertips and all of these things. And so those elements, I'm not being dismissive of. I'm very aware that there's highs and lows. And yeah. certainly there's that effect. Uh, at the same time, I think there are struggles where you can have people that love you so much around you and just not see yeah. it, you yeah. know? And so that's why... Well, that's how that... I watched it last night. To me, forgetting yeah. the Hollywood element, and it really is interesting to look at because of the amount of kind of people who've had successful careers that are in this crew. Exactly. And we so often focus on the, like, the tragic stories. And I'm like, anytime somebody brings that up, I'm like, look at how many of our friends have flourished and how many of us... On have all kinds of grown, levels, Yeah, too. have Music, grown into... Totally. Behind the camera, in front but, of the camera. Yes. But also, the just looking at it for me, who has a 17-year-old daughter who has a lot of similarities to you and what you were going through, I think this is a, a movie that every kid can relate to and their friend group can relate to and whether you are famous or not you're dealing with this stuff that people don't appreciate I thought was amazing is that you you had these recordings of phone conversations that you had and it really is I mean it it, it moved me and oh, that you know. means that means so much to me my dream of all dreams was that people would watch it through their own lens. And that has been so incredible to see. And when I look at my daughters, right, because I have a daughter who's almost 16, one that's 13 going on 30. And, and, you know, I look at how much they're under a microscope of social media and what's at their fingertips. And I think about what I went through from like, and, you know, whether it was being objectified or any of these things as a teen. And then I think about how much more it's magnetized now. And to hear the stories of people connecting to Kid from people that are of our age groups to teens and like watching the videos they're creating like a young girl like someone made a video that was like you know like about a romantic novel and they were like this is what I want it was like Jonathan Brandis and I was like oh my god they've made it their own and it's like that's my dream well that's what I, I mean to me that is what is really interesting about it because kids a lot of times adults dismiss kids high school issues or early college issues as oh they'll be fine in a couple of years but those are the most difficult times in a lot of people's lives. That's where you're really trying to find out who you are. And I can imagine, again, not to just bring it on Hollywood, you guys were all best friends, but you're also competing with each other for careers. And that's got to be kind of challenging. The thing, you know? the thing about Soleil, Soleil and, and, and her mom and her house, I have this other memory about your mom. You know, Soleil's house was sort of a safe haven, right? You could go there. And I remember the first time I walked in, Soleil's like, Mom, says, Kevin... He just moved out here. She's like, and and she was like, literally, she's literally cooking. Something. Making you feel at home, right? She's like, all right, get him, get in here, sit down, sit. Where you from? She like, and I, I gave the whole rundown. So I was saying this to Soleil before you came in, and it's true. Considering the height of fame that you had at such a young kid, as such a young kid, I young I age. don't know anybody that has come out on the other side better than you. Even then, I, I don't know when I met you, I was. You were very sort of grounded and I don't know, I don't want to say self-deprecating, but you were, you know. This is where I cry. (laughs) You know, do you you understand what I'm saying? I I was impressed with how well adjusted you were then, having gone through all of that stuff prior. So, 
I mean, watch that has now, to be that has, your mother has to have a big effect on that. Right? Abs- absolutely. My, my, How did the, you make it through that? My my mom was so grounding, and our house was like a summer camp, and it was so full of love and light. And my dad was a civil yeah, rights activist. Way, my mom hippies. was, it was like, it was and like, it wasn't it yeah. wasn't an indulgent house. Like no. you know, I mean, it was just family style. It was you know, we we all just lived together. We we spent our weekends together. We spent our nights together. Our days together and it was so beautiful and and something one of the things that's so powerful about what Kevin just said and I think it makes me so emotional and is to your point of like that timeless story which is coming of age right and that we come of age at different stages is here I was so loved and that it took me reliving through these tapes to see from that perspective just how loved I was because of the insecurities. And so as we talk about mental health or talk about our viewpoints or our self-love, like this journey was such a journey of self-discovery and self-love because I realized... Wow. You know, we were I've always surrounded by yeah, love we all, a long time. Yeah, we all picked on each other and we all, you know, we, we constantly gave each other a hard time. And it was like, it was a tough group. Yeah. And at the same time, there was so much love there. And then being able to watch those moments of love and the nuances. And it's that thing where you could watch footage and, you know, as an artist, 70, 80, 90 times. And it's like the 98th time yeah. that it just it was like these blinders came off. And my entire world changed. So how old are you when Punky Brewster went off the air? I was 12 when we finished, about 12. So you were from 7 to 12 yeah. or whatever you were. And then I started going through puberty, like immediately. Right, right. And then it was like so awkward, ahead of most people's time. Right. <laughs> like for five lifetimes. For like, yeah, many right. lifetimes. Right. I was I've, really I've blessed. heard you talk about that. That totally. was a thing, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it's funny because like I loved being voluptuous. It was just, it was, it, it, it was definitely like, you know, got to a point where it was like painful and my back was hurting and things like that. And so it was really more of a medical thing and and uh and yeah and then it was just it was this interesting thing where the objectification um because you're america's sweetheart you're america's little girl and and now wow america's little girl's all grown up and that's something that i think is super interesting about the media and something that i'm so happy we're now having the dialogue around which is like they kind of want you to stay little forever and so when you hit puberty or you start growing up a lot of people aren't comfortable with that, you right. know? And so I think that's an amazing conversation. That we're well, it's also looking at how the media would talk to you now in 2021. It's honestly, it's hard to watch anything. I watched Grease last night. Have oh, you watched like, Grease recently, though? Yes. Like, the the opening scene, the guys are, like, under the bleachers, <laughs> looking up through the girls' skirts. They'd be in jail for a decade now in this. Like, everything They would have is, to register themselves. I also, as, uh, I am not going to lie, I Grease, too. I, I'm a fan of both. I'm just I, saying. Listen, I, I love Grease too. I mean, I, I, you can make a case that Grease too is uh, I, different, but as good as Grease one, or as watchable. So, as oh, uh, okay. So, for example, there are so many moments that didn't make it into the documentary. There are my dreams. I have a sequence, Kevin, of us Conley. going, oh. of us going to see Grease at the New Bev. What? Yes, when, we, we did it's the hand drive. So amazing. With Was it your John? birthday or yeah, Toby's we did the, birthday? We did the hand we, yeah. drive with Olivia yes. Newton-John on the park. Olivia Newton-John showed up. Yeah. I mean, this was a this was a whole. The this New is, Beverly was playing Greece and Soleil and a few of us. This is a went, fucking insane we story. Went, and I, I watched this last night for I, no reason. I mean, literally, this is she the thing. There's there. so much amazing footage. Like, I mean, there's Do just... Do you have footage from that night? I, I put, wow. I cut a whole entire Wait, sequence you're together. you're talking about, like, this is like the 20-year reunion of Greece. Not, no, of this course. Was, this yeah. was no, but this I'm, was just, like, I'm just trying no, to say it wasn't okay, opening sorry, weekend. It was like, yeah. it was like, I was four. They had, they had, they had a celebration. We all went. This was the thing that was so... You could drink 
drinking beer this, at the new. This Beverly. was the hardest part about like making the doc. I, I'm like, I got to do a museum exhibit. I mean, this could go on forever. Like, right. we need to keep making connect because there's so much amazing footage. And literally, we're there, and it's just so great. Kevin's ordering goobers and like and <laughs> popcorn, and it's just so if amazing. You have footage like, of Connolly or, doing or the hand goober. job. Oh, he yeah, doesn't dance, he, by the way. If he's doing that with a living, I will pay ten thousand bucks for that. So that's like poppy season, right? Which is fields out in office of like yes. the one eighteen. Oh, I know about those poppy fields. Uh, this is my fields. favorite yeah, story. Okay. The poppy okay, fields. Okay, now, now Kevin's gonna tell you the real version. Well, also too, I'm like, I'm watching. I'm like, this is Soleil protecting me and cutting me out of the scene because I know that I was there. So here's where it happens. So we go out, and Soleil's like, I want to take mushrooms and I want to oh, run. It was through, me, but what? I want to run through the poppy fields like Wizard of Oz. And I was like, All right, I mean, yeah, that sounds good. I don't know, it might be tough to capture that moment, but let's give it a go. So out we go to the. Uh, out we go to the to the poppy fields, right? And again, this is back in the I days. I love how they it's weren't me that wanted they, to experience they were, the I think they were. Probably blames me for everything. They weren't chocolate mushrooms. These were like mushrooms <laughs> that you had to jam down your throat. Oh, you the worst gagged, tasting you shit ever. You gagged for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're sick. By yeah, the way, there spicy. was a question about I I fought to keep the mushrooms. I'm like it's my one of my favorite sequences right. in right, the entire. We, also, we have okay. to remember to come back to because I want to know what's cut up. But okay, keep going on. So, but. But it's funny because, you know, mushrooms is, again, now, you know, THC and the stuff's yeah. measured, and, right? And it's medical. You know, it's, it's used medical. medical uses. You, you yeah. know what and how long it usually it, takes. This but time. Like, we don't even know if these fucking mushrooms are real, if we're being totally <laughs> honest, right? So <laughs> I just remember looking over and seeing Soleil, like, running through the poppy field. You knew they were real then. I'm like, spinning, Soleil, it's impossible. Out. It's physically impossible. You just took them. You can't be high yet. You're willing it. Soleil <laughs> was, like, willing it to happen. But we went out and Sean Carasena was there. It was amazing. And we had an absolute blast. And we laid in the flowers. It was, it was amazing. So so great. We had ladybugs all over us. I mean, lit- all the, the footage is there. The part that is yeah, not in there is that. that I do think you got really sick at one <laughs> point. Well, we were eating cow shit. Yeah, that'll do that. I we don't remember seeing shit. Connolly. I, now I know the sequence you're talking about. He, I know he's I in I the behind there. the scenes you know, Soleil, we did a mushroom <laughs> episode on Entourage, and Connolly actually really came up with a great idea where he says nothing the whole episode, which no act. What actor I, says they don't want to talk during a, a half I, hour? I, think, mind, I think it was inspired by this experience. <laughs> That's what I'm looking I'm for. not even kidding you because when we got there I think that most of the people had already started tripping and we're trying to find everyone and then there's like you see like a Bronco parked up on the top of a hobby right. field and then I'm pretty sure you were it, not it, so it, well it's, it's in the funny. beginning then well, you were great you know now the Instagram influencers ruined yeah. the poppy fields did yes. you hear that yep. the best though there's another can I tell I guess because we're just sharing, one of my other favorite moments that I didn't include is that like a week later then we're at Magic Mountain and you go Soleil where's the footage of <laughs> me shrooming. <laughs> I want the footage of me on mushrooms. It would only take like 20 something years. We, to went, like to, a, we went to Magic Mountain. Yeah, I mean, Nikki Cox was there. Yeah, Remember was that? Right. Yeah, there was a little tiny yeah. clip of that. Yeah. So, so everybody was a little let's bit. Let's just keep everybody up to speed. Nikki Cox. Nikki Cox is my girlfriend. Kevin's girlfriend at the time, yes. who we starred on a uh, fabulous show. Unhappily Unhappily ever after. There is an adorable picture of us and like all of us on free fall. It's very cute. I oh, didn't yeah. include that either, but it's very cute. That's for the, for the private collection. What was that part of the process like? Like of going through and saying, okay, yeah, maybe, you know, I mean, is it? You know, it was, I mean, I had spent, I'll be totally honest on, uh, you know, I'd spent hundreds and I mean, I I went through so many cuts, you know, I I went the first, because it started, it wasn't meant to be 
a personal journey. It was going to be about different friends and the death of privacy in right. this last decade before the internet. And then it became more and more of this personal, you know, coming of age story. I ended up, I had never watched all the footage back or the audios. And I actually, Sean Penn, who has been such an incredible supporter, at one point I said, what do you think if I cut like a full found footage documentary? And he told me about this incredible documentary, Sherman's March. I went and watched that and I decided I was going to make my teen Sherman's March. I turn it in. They're like, this is super fascinating. How is anyone like, are you going to add a narration or anything? Then I went in and at this point I realized like I just needed to go into the edit bay for like the following year and actually like right. relive it all and and that's when, it, like, peeling back the onion, and there was so much that I, yeah. you know, had suppressed. And I think, in a way, I had buried these tapes away or put them into Pandora's box because it was like a subconscious way of also not having to deal with the pain of some of the loss right. and some of the things that were to be discovered. And so it took this amount of time. And then living with it and living with the tapes and the video footage, it was, and, and the audios and the discovery was, was incredible. And when it comes to asking about what to keep in and whatnot, I've got to say, I mean, someone like Kevin is so charismatic, Leo, yeah. so that, that, charismatic, <laughs> right? That it was like yeah, Kevin I had, and Leo, they're right I mean, one two. I'm just, well, I'm, just, I'm, name, just saying, you know, name. what happens is like <laughs> you you watch them and and you just want to like go into that world, and so it was like it was just like sprinkling in Jenny Lewis. Like I sit and watch Jenny Lewis in that scene when we get pulled over, and I'm like, I just want to live in that world. And so I think our and Harold Hunter and Justin, it's like these these people were all you know the the world in which we were living in was so colorful and so rich that it was like navigating well i think what's so fascinating about it because i imagine you have shit that could make people look bad and and the thing really does feel like a love letter while being really tragic at the same time but it feels like you love all these people and you don't was there stuff in there that you felt like i I can't i gotta talk to them first i gotta you know for me what was so amazing is like i wanted to make something deeply personal that was not exploitive Mm -hmm. and and that was you know that was my dream and you know, I I I also knew that I needed to stay true to 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 being the artist that yeah. I am, and I had some incredible um, people along the way, like Sean, that I yeah. showed the first cut to, and and I was like, you know, when I knew his love for it. I was like, all right, great, because I knew he would. I knew he. I knew he would be so. I was so nervous when I. Yeah, when I was so nervous because he had his notepad, and I. Oh my and, God, and people were like, oh, he'll like you know like sometimes it's like told people to throw out their films, and I was like, oh, I got. And I was like, and by the way, I used the Into the Wild soundtrack as my inspiration oh, at this man, time, and awesome. I was like so nervous. And he was so wonderful. And then, and again, like I don't mean to sound like named you know what I mean whatever but it, I it mean, is, look at who I'm sitting with and then he was incredible because he Leo, then told Leo about, about yeah. it and so it was there was so much love that I was like by people who I also knew would be a thousand percent straight with me I can only I, mean? I can only speak for myself when I saw the, the trailer and I knew what it was I personally was not even one percent concerned that's how confident I was in her that she wouldn't do I just had I had that well, zero I still just as a, uh, a watcher I still hope there's a second version <laughs> I, of the I, right. Right. no not exploitive <laughs> that's the thing is you have so much more to share and and so many more st- stories to tell and I love that like Kevin was so, so supportive Michael Rapp 
report. Like you're talking about people that are like incredibly strong, passionate people that were just like sharing their support and love. And I was like, oh my God, this is so incredible. And the musicians that came forward from Linda Perry doing the score to, you know, to just to Trent Reznor giving me a song to Eddie Vedder, like it, and Jill, like just, I, there was so much love and it just felt like it was from such a pure place. And it is. It really is. It's awesome. And everybody should check it out. Any and- blowback at all? It, I, knock on wood. I mean, you know, there was a couple people that maybe would have liked to have been part of, like that. That, that felt they, like they didn't have enough screen time. Like, what? No, I mean, like that was what was funny. Like there was a few people who like would have liked to, I think, have been a part of it that weren't. But you know, like, I know I'm on those tapes. How did I, I not mean, make yeah, the cut? Yeah, that kind of. Thing. I would but, love to hear. But this no, there, I have to say, knock on wood. Like literally, from people just through social media strangers to friends like people have been so supportive and to the point about like did i share you know i did tell charlie ahead of time like you know so charlie so Sheen, I, we're talking about friends yeah, so i was podcast. so i was just saying like i tried to be super honest about you right. know what i mean so it didn't feel like before. you were bad mouthing him today. no you absolutely I, I think didn't. he comes and off beautifully i thought so too charlie came off beautifully and and i we asked charlie on this podcast about you and he had great things to say and just so we can all say it i don't know anything about allegations <laughs> with charlie and other things and i will never try to defend him or go against him i don't know the personal interactions i've had with charlie is he could not be a nicer more focused human being and to to your point my my experience was that I could only speak to my story and I could only speak to what I found in my diaries and what was in the footage. And so this was my my personal experience. You know what I mean? Of of of, of this Time Which period. is all anyone can and really that's speak all, to. And that's yeah. all each of us And now do. Charlie's, what Charlie, the only thing he said, and it wasn't even really specific to you, there was also a thing where Kevin, Kevin Dillon, who like has been on his Instagram for two weeks, posted a picture of him and Charlie and Johnny Depp at the platoon reunion. And Charlie doesn't, maybe doesn't come off the right way in the picture. And maybe, I don't know, it's just not a great photo of Charlie. Which it's all over the internet. And it's all over the internet and whatever it is. But I, So everyone listening to this podcast is going to go Google. No, no, I mean, no, no, I've been <laughs> sent it a thousand times. Not only that, it's a meme. It's, okay, it's all it. these things. But I, I think what Charlie is saying, it isn't. it wasn't one specific thing. He was all saying, like, I, I just, I'm in no place to handle any of it. Hmm. Not blowback from a Kevin Dillon photo or something on the thing. She, right. he, he had nothing but yeah. good things to say about you. I think it's, for him, it was a culmination of just a bunch of things where he's trying to lay low. So, but he had nothing but great things. But to I say love that him. also in the documentary because it does. It gives you this history of Hollywood and these people that I'm familiar with that I don't necessarily know. Where you're like, oh, this good-looking guy Johnny Depp walked in. Yeah, like, I mean that's the thing. Like, yeah, let's let's remember the time period of this, right? Like when we go back, like I mean, I mean Johnny like, Depp's I mean, the biggest come movie on, star on right? the planet. I mean, like, I was so just is like, Charlie. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, like this is. But amazing. I love you know what I love it's this young girl going, oh, this beautiful guy Johnny Depp walked in, and also Charlie Sheen was. Pretty good looking too. Like Charlie was pretty fucking good looking, you know. But Johnny yeah, was just a, was just a whole like, other animal. I, guess. I mean, of course, I mean, every I was, girl like Charlie. Right? I was like, I was just yeah, to be this teen girl growing up, like just with all of these like figures all around, and then to have the best group of friends ever. I mean, we had. I mean, yeah, the we, best time. Yeah, it ever. was. It was so, wild. But just and the, it's it, continued on. Those friendships have but lasted as as lifetimes. We're going deeper in Colin. Yeah, oh, please, can anything. This. No, you but I, I mean, because I don't know who's asked you about this or not, and I'm not yeah, trying yeah. to get you no, to uh, expose this here. Obviously, yeah. But you talked about something deeply personal that happened to you when mm-hmm. you were young. You clearly made a decision not to say mm-hmm. who it was, and was that? I imagine people are asking you so, who. You know. So it's interesting because I had a few experiences that 
that all happened within a time frame. Looking back, didn't and, feel right. Yeah, and so I found videos in which I was questioning people and all trying to put together these pieces. And so to be clear, it wasn't that there was one experience. There was a, a, there was quite a few experiences. And for me, it wasn't about the who's and what's of those experiences. It was about the fact that this teen girl felt shame in some way, felt responsible in some way, and that the adult me just wanted to, like, wrap my arms around that teen girl and go, everything that's happening for you is happening for you and not to you because someday you're going to turn it into art. And, like, I think that at least for me and my story – I was raised to take pain, to take those experiences and turn it into something artful. And 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 ultimately, I believe in people getting second chances and right. and being able to transform their lives. And, and for me, this was a, a chance for me to heal that yeah. little girl and for the little girl to heal the adult me that didn't always know how loved she was. Right. And so it just didn't feel about it. It didn't it didn't feel it wasn't like it, about one specific yeah, person. Exactly. It was and also it just didn't feel like that was what it was about. It was about my journey right. and not the who's and what's of it. So right. let's talk about Connolly. Okay. Yeah, specifically. Because, does that answer that? Like in, <laughs> no, it doesn't. I mean? It answers it well. And yeah. I and I me personally, while I don't want to get into this this whole, you know, that kind of stuff, but I appreciated the fact that you obviously knew you went through something that hurt you. Mm-hmm. You took some responsibility for the situation and you didn't want to out somebody 25 years later just to fuck with them which would have no value in my opinion to anybody to 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 to, to like just especially with these multiple experiences it was just like what's you know what i mean for for me it was just it was about the personal experience but i do want to exploit connelly yeah well let me before we do i want to ask this one thing so I mean, you kept a tight diary. Yeah, lots you of kept, them. You kept the video. You kept all this video. Were, were, you, were you doing that subconsciously? Because that, so, by the way, the first thing that Doug said to me after he after he watched it was, "Man, she she wrote everything. She wrote yeah. it down. She's got diaries. She's got the videos." Were you? Is it something? And was it subconscious so, in the back of your head? But, it's so wild. I kept a diary from the time I was five years old. Started audio recording at twelve, and then this video camera around the same time. And then it intensified as I became, <clears throat> as I got a little older. I, I, my godfather has this saying, which I'm very excited to get tattooed. <laughs> we write and we are written. And I believe that when we come into this world, we have this, this passion inside of us and that our imagination can take us anywhere and that it's the programming that happens around us that sometimes deters us from it. And I spent so much of the last year and a half reading Carl Jung and <clears throat> so many of the amazing philosophers that I love. And I think of it like this. The ice cap, right, coming out of the sea is the conscious, right? And that's like such a small percentage. And then everything below that, then it goes into our subconscious and our unconscious. And and I think it was very much this subconscious yeah, experience. You were right. And you were just kept in Keeping track. it all down. And I really believe that going back to us coming into this universe with our you know our our dreams of what we someday want to become i think that it was a chronological blueprint for me to find my way back to who i once I was i would have never well. thought you were always so well adjusted to me i i don't know if you remember this and this is probably in one of those videos uh, you can you can we were at please. Sean Carasena's house you know and, and we were you know we were just like can smoking. you just tell me a little bit about Sean cuz i don't <clears throat> 
Okay, Sean Carasena was a was a friend, uh, you know, again in hindsight, a troubled a troubled friend, but he was like most of us, transplant, you know, moved out here and you know, we all sort of band together, we became each other's family because our family was all spread out. And right? he was an actor. So, yeah, he was an actor and um he was a really good guy. And and you know, in hindsight, it was to look back on it, it's almost you almost go, God, how could I be so stupid? I mean, there's the video where he says that he's struggling and wondering <laughs> If he wants to be here, he, he says it on camera, and I did something not along see along lines, it. and we were just kind of like, "Oh, he's being dramatic again." This is before mental health was ever a discussion, a topic, anything. But that hurt me personally to hear that because he said it multiple times, and none of us just really got yeah. what exactly what that meant. He was a good friend of ours. He, he, he was it just gone way too soon, and and it just was a super super tragic thing. And 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 to take it a step further. And this is the last we'll talk about of the sadness. The Jonathan Brandis part, you know, which is is really horrible because Jonathan, you know, he had, he had his whole life ahead of him. He he was like he was on his way like back. He was ready for his second act, you know, as an actor, yeah. and he was just turned into a, he had turned into a man. He was a, he was a kind oh. of, he was a good looking yeah, man, yeah. Brandis, you know, yeah. and. Um, you know, when he when he passed, I remember they had a memorial service for him at his house. At, and, our, at our house. At, my, at my your house. house. Yeah. Soleil, oh. had a, Soleil had a memorial and everybody was there and, and no one spoke of the elephant in the room. And it, it didn't bother me then because I don't know what I would have done to fix it. What do you mean the, that he... That he killed himself. Yeah. And, and furthermore, that there were things he maybe was struggling, obviously with mental health. But I mean, I, again, I think a little bit of it tied into... Hollywood. Well, well, no, actually, I will say this. His parents have been, and maybe there's a way to tie in the work that they're doing because they're so incredible, Mary and Greg. And we've had conversations about Hollywood and they actually do not. And I mean, I don't want to like quote them verbatim. They don't feel like it was Hollywood that... Right, caused it. Well, it think, goes into the mental. But, but I, I know. I mean, I think a lot of we, we, are, we sat there for hours, yeah. and and it was a sad thing. But nobody spoke about the elephant in the room, which is like, listen, this is a young man that killed himself. Why? And, and yeah, the Hollywood yeah, part yeah, is yeah, irrelevant. Yeah, yes, yeah. It's a young yeah, man that took his yeah. own life. That's a problem, right? Yes. Now we look at it and we go, Jesus, you know, it's it's mental health, and there maybe somebody spots those signs earlier and watches it. But yes. at the time, I remember getting in my car and driving home. I'm like, I don't know if I feel good or bad about the fact that. We just glossed over that. You know, mm. there was never somebody to say, "Hey, just so if you ever don't be afraid to talk to somebody yeah. if you're ever feeling this." It just we came in, we did it, and then it was no. Just, well, it's you're like, so, you're it's so, like, so you're it's so also, right. It's like yeah. everything else we talk about in society, though. Things changed twenty years ago. You didn't ask your guy friends yeah. like, "Hey, how you doing, buddy?" It's just a it's like no, but you're, it's just I mean, really different. It, it's so crazy, and you're so you're so right about like this. Literally, and this is not you know. Then Jonathan, Justin Pierce. Harold Hunter, all like, of it. and these are all these incredible, amazing. Danny Zorn was a friend people. of mine. I don't know if you guys were friends with him at all, but he's another great, talented actor who, who killed himself. And and it's just you know it's mm. shocking every time it happens, but it feels again it's not about Hollywood. I think it's artists. They're sensitive, deep thinkers usually, and and it's more prevalent out not out here, but in the arts wherever well, you are. You and, know, and something that I found amazing, and I think to your point, Kevin, about people not talking about it. The one thing that I've found, which has been so amazing, is people sharing their stories over, you know, whether it's Twitter, social media, Instagram, of how global, you know what I mean? And they're like, look, I didn't live in Hollywood, but 
I lost these friends or I, I you know, I'm out here and I, whatever it is, like people are opening up. And that to me is such a gift for us as storytellers to continue to weave into our stories, you know, this level of awareness. Well, the stigma has gone, right. right? Like it's exactly. okay. To talk it's about so, it, to be well, able to have okay, this conversation. It's okay, it's okay right to feel here. it. It's okay yeah. to be. It's okay to be depressed, and it's not like Doug said. Oh, listen, my boys in Long Island. Uh, hey, Kev, what's They're wrong? They're still not there yet. When I, I mean, when I was in high school, hey, Kev, what's wrong? Yeah, I'm just a little depressed lately. Okay, well, let's talk about it. No, I was like, what's wrong with you? Could get rid of your attitude. You know, oh it's just something that you that well, you tucked we've, away. We've talked about it on this show, but I, you know, I was not a nervous kid, but somehow in Hollywood, my first year here, I started having massive anxiety attacks God. before people really knew what they were, and yeah. I lived with my buddy Dave. David Lashew, I think you guys know who's yes, an actor, and my Hi, friend Jason, Lasher. my oh friends my with Jason Willinger. But they used to be like, I'd be like, I can't go out, I'm, I'm hyperventilating. They used to be like, smoke a joint, shut the fuck <laughs> up, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Let me tell you, a great healing mechanism, go watch Chappelle. I just got back from Ohio. It was, you guys, it was Wait, the most, this about? is a total segue, is by the way. This Chappelle? is like, Chappelle's this like is doing like, something this, in Ohio, guys, right? You guys, this is such a segue, but on a very bright note, I just went to Camp Chappelle. What does that in mean? Ohio? Oh my God, you guys. He's okay. got like, what do you build? Like, like it's a, so he's doing these performances in the cornfields in Ohio yeah. and he brought a group of us out there and every weekend he would like bring a group of like, you know, musicians and comedians this and they sick. perform <laughs> in the middle of the cornfield. It was, you guys, they it was, this? Do, I, 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 it, <laughs> it was like, literally it was like a dream come true. And I tell field. you, right. last weekend, I got to show you guys pictures. It's like, I, I mean, I don't know if there's a way to include pictures in this podcast, but it is the, it was the most amazing experience ever. And it's like, they get up on stage, they make people laugh, they have music. And then you have, you just have the most amazing night after night. I mean, oh, wait, he, this is something that a normal person can find. So, so they can Doug get tickets. Okay. Me. Sorry. Okay. So I understand. <laughs> help Doug understand. I want to go to Camp Chappelle. Okay. I mean, so, help him understand okay. the venue. Oh, by the way, he's like, so like, you got to bring group of we got to go to camp he's done so he's from from ohio Ohio. that's where he lives yes and so he has created this incredible community um of people coming together so people come they get tickets and they are able to go to this outdoor cornfield to watch comedy and music and he is like just he and his wife are so beautiful and so amazing and then during the last you know i don't know how long Every weekend they've had a group of friends come out for it and different people perform and people do this music. Is amazing. And so I went as a friend with them and I got to like enjoy right. the amazingness of Camp Chappelle. We went out on the river canoeing. Chappelle's we went, involved with all this? Yes. Jesus. Yes, it's is, amazing. Doug is so confused. I'm, He's like, why have I not been invited I'm to telling you, No, I is, know why. I wasn't invited to any of your shit either. It is, it is one of the all-time great experiences. Yeah. And um, and his podcast is outright. So anyway, he's right, Well, he's I think there should be a Camp Connolly, and that's what I want to get into yes. a little bit. Connolly, what he did do in the doc, which it's funny, that was oh, one of the so limited things you can included. By the way, I still have that phone. Do you like how you just want to like grab it? But if you see the doc, Kevin says, get that fucking camera out of my face, basically. which Well, you said it nicer to Soleil than you do to me. But he's been doing that for 20 years. But I want to tell me about a young 
Kevin Connolly? What's changed about him? What's- well, let me just say this about all of us as a group before Soleil interjects that. This was a time where there was no, it's weird, right? We had a lot of, there was a lot of guys and a lot of girls and it was 99% platonic, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, it, I think. No one was into Connolly. Huh? No, he, I'm saying. No, it, it, no, nobody, everyone was into Connolly. Nobody was into. <laughs> he we had were, no issue. We were friends. <laughs> you, yeah. We were all friends yeah. with each other and that was sort of first and foremost. And in this group, was this like, Again, like, was like, like you guys t- are seven but, guys and but like you guys five are competing, girls. But was this all supportive of like, oh, so supportive. This, I mean, it's, so a, it's supportive. a lucky group, but not a lot of people have. So supportive. You know, I don't feel like there was, I, I don't look any competition ever, ever, in ever. that way. But we really were a, a group of friends and it wasn't, we would go out together and it wasn't like this one trying to hook up with that one. We were, we were, yeah. we were it's young. Nice. We were 17, 18 years yeah. old and we spent a lot of time together because, you know, truthfully, you know, there we weren't working, we all weren't working all that much like yeah. uh, most we would hang oh, out yeah, in we... parking lots yeah. like we would literally hang out in parking lots and just run around the car dancing and like my apartment was... in Studio City and his that? apartment yes what a his, by the way oh was. my god he had a pool t- I mean oh my god yeah. do you remember that girl one oh night god, that, got... so that was at birth that was Wait, in Burbank that? we got, a, we got an audio show here what well, happened with so Kevin Kevin was like a little bit older than us so like you're not a little bit not than all of us just me he was like the first one to have like his own place I feel like yeah well I had nowhere else to live I would have had to unless I was going to pitch a tent I moved here from Long Island so we had some really fun parties at Kevin's house and were you going to say about the Sean's thing when I dressed up as Punky was that what you were going to bring up because that was yeah because I was I was shocked at how okay this is what he was going to tell the story so we're at Sean Carasana's we're smoking like maybe the worst weed of all time oh well there was a place called um, a portfolio the portfolio on, on Melrose. That was a Melrose. it was a framed um, hair shop. Right, but really it, really, it was a place. But it really was a hair. It was a, could get your it was hair a hair cut salon. Too. If you were out of your mind, you could get your hair cut. <laughs> there was a hair salon, but you'd say, "I want a bottle of conditioner,", conditioner. and that was a joint. It was a ten. It was a ten dollar joint. Ten dollar pre roll joints. You'd walk in and say, "Let me get two bottles of conditioner." <laughs> boom, boom, and twenty bucks. They give you two joints. So we were smoking <laughs> so this dog shit, and we're hanging out at uh, Sean Carasana's in Los Feliz, and Soleil has this camera, and again, I talked a little bit about this earlier. This is before you weren't afraid cut to this ending up in a Hulu documentary, <laughs> but uh, people weren't shy. When you Doug, when you stick your phone in my face and I tell you to get your phone out of my face, that's because I know that I'm going to see that on Instagram later. <laughs> right. And I don't really want that. I just don't I just but don't like it. But you did it to Soleil back then. Th- no, but that was this is diff- tonally, it was a totally. different thing. <laughs> um, but Soleil had this camera and and it was something disarming about it. Right. It wasn't it must have like, been a big camera by the no, way. No, it like, wasn't. Like, it had like this. the Big the monitor. It was all monitor. <laughs> yeah. It was all monitor. Yeah, it was the an camera. 8 millimeter camera. They were much bigger than an iPhone. I mean, right, yes, yeah. exactly. It's much bigger than life. But people people would let their guards down. So we, <laughs> we would also get stoned and be like, hey, let's make a movie. We were like, oh, what, are you, what are you making? About? Everybody's like so stoned. There's nothing to. Soleil's like, I have an idea. Now, by the way, how Soleil at this point is probably 19, 20 years old. She's anything eight, to make people year, laugh. Eight years removed from uh, Punky Brewster. Soleil goes into the bathroom. She's like, I'll, I'll be out. I'll be out in five minutes. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? <laughs> camera, we get the camera rolling, and out comes Soleil. Pigtails. <laughs> She's got two pigtails. Different colored shoes. She is Maggie Punky jeans. Brewster. She, I'm like, she looks like she's, she looks like she's eight years old. It was crazy. She did came a picture in. of that. She did. I mean, there's. I, a, I'm going to send you a screenshot. There's a video. There so is. There is a little video. Oh video. yeah. There's a. There's a full video. Oh, that's amazing. We got. <laughs> it's she, amazing. She came in and did like a five like minute bit in character of Punky Brewster, and I was thinking to me, I'm like, wow, this. She's so comfortable. Comfortable <laughs> to be able to do that. 
that with a laugh and not take it too seriously. And it was, you know, for me, it was an eye-opening moment as to who you were. It, it really was. so much It really was. Me. I was like, look at this girl. She's out here. I love you. Listen, That's my you, party trick. It really, was like it's anything really to make cute. people laugh. It's so cute. It's really like hard. And, Doug, you know, I mean, you, I mean, you know this to a certain extent, but you got to understand, to do, you know, this is back in the time, there's three channels on TV. You know, Soleil's on the cover of TV Guide yeah. every uh, once a month. You know, it was a big thing. And then all of a sudden, the show's over, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. They don't care. <laughs> they love to love you. And then they love to like... Mm. Totally. So <laughs> while she was going through that sort of phase yeah. before she became like a, this woman, an adult and a filmmaker, all these things, she was not bothered by that. She yeah. was grounded. I was never trying to it. run from Punky. No. You, you, I, held, I held smartly, it so close to my heart. Smartly because you didn't. You didn't. You didn't run exactly. You didn't run from it, and and I even ran back to it to like bring it. Back. You faced it. And Connolly I think, runs I think from these Matchbox it. commercials. Yeah. He did back in the day. Right. right. Ah. Um, but it was. I, I was. Uh, I was wondering. I'm like somewhere in that box. That video is there. Also, too, you have to remember. There's that weird time where. You're not at right. You're not in high school, right? But you're not. You can't go to a bar. You, you really can't get into the bars. Oh, so my. there's that sort of window where you're like hanging out at coffee shops and Jerry's Deli. Remember Jerry's Deli? Oh, Jerry's oh Deli God. was like our spot. We lived, lived there Deli. all night long. Yeah, literally. It was. It, it literally. It is such. You know, as much as we've been talking about, you know, some of the painful experiences. Like it was an incredibly joyful time, and I think. There was a lot of innocence too. That's what, that's to what I'm like saying. We just going to the especially, movies, and, especially within the group, yeah. there was never any weird love triangles or this one's yeah. madly in love with this one. We were, yeah, we were and a if group you did, yeah, if you did hook up, it was like, oh my god, I hooked up with one of my best friends. Yeah. Like, great, yeah, okay, great, okay. So what, what are we doing tomorrow? Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> but well, you guys did never. No, 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 but we were always I mean, friends. I, obviously, people I mean, want to know. By the way, honestly, I mean, like you we know, may have had like, I think, a kid. Jesus, you muttering, stuttering. I'm not stuttering. I'm not stuttering. I'm trying to By the way, they're both red in the face right now. I'll be honest. We definitely made out. Right. But I think it was under the guise of uh, Suck and Blow, which sounds what, terrible. Wait, wait, what? Remember the card game? Wait, hold on. Okay. Yeah, wait, suck and Blow. Remember that game? No, no, no. So you would, you would take a, a card, like a deck of cards. Okay, I don't remember Anybody this part. Remember this? You would I, put it in your mouth and go. The Suck and Blow you would really suck the didn't card sound right. You keep it, and then you would go, and then I would go to Soleil, and she would Give her the card, yeah. suck it, and you would try to keep it going, and then we made out. Made and, then okay. I, and then Connelly, I and then we, Connelly flipped the card out of the <laughs> way. Whoa. What's your fucking tongue doing in my mouth, Connelly? <laughs> no, yeah, we, def- we, we definitely we made out one night sure. in like yeah. '93 and, or something. And then it's great because then we were best friends the next day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing is like, I, you know, it's funny. I didn't actually have like my first real like serious long term boyfriend was like the guy I married for right. like a lot of years. Seriously? Like, yeah, Seriously. I mean it's wild. Also, too, by the way, I was at the wedding. Yes, you were at the I wedding. I was exactly. at Soleil's yes. wedding. When was that? I'm like twenty uh, uh, <laughs> something. I mean, I was, was twenty two. So I mean, yeah, yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, I was at yeah. the wedding. And now you're at the transformation. I'm jealous jealous of these friendships. You know, to me, this is like my high school crew. And that's a lot of entourage was based on those relationships. And you guys had it out here. I was like, I I was married early and I kind of stayed home and was observing all of you fucking nut jobs around town doing whatever you would do. And Connolly having uh, (laughs) 
he's a jolly good fellow at bars. <laughs> well, no, you know that I'm like I've been I'm like I'm such a fan. Like I'm such a fan that I'm just like I'm like oh I'm entourage. Like oh. what I would what I would say. <laughs> when and when I you guys on... come back, can I please? Yeah, yeah, of course. You guys have, you guys have to. Maybe you can get it, it done. Please. You've got a show. By the way, there's <laughs> a punky, punky Brewster reboot. Nobody's talking about entourage reboots. I'm t- so. Oh my god! Come on, you guys, please. So um, make it happen. So please. Jason, your ex-husband, right? Transformation. Transformation. Too late, God. You know, I just feel like when you've been with someone so long, like it just, the the other words don't make sense to me. Totally. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you guys are family forever. But but one of the things that I I thought about Jason is he, you know, here's a guy who comes in, right? He's dating Soleil and he's got to now look at like, oh, by the way, here, these are my friends. Like, and he was 40 of them. Yeah. But, but there was never any, like that just shows because guys can smell that. Yeah. Right. He's great. He, he, he welcomed like. Yeah, just like that, he welcomed us uh, with open arms, yeah. also, and you know we were. But you uh, welcomed him. Which is- no, but what I'm saying is, listen, when I like my girlfriend, like I, in one second, I can tell you who her friends are and who doesn't yeah. want to be her friend. It, right. it doesn't take. Yeah. And Jason immediately was like, "Wow, these guys are friends." Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And and it was it was all it was all family. So, um, but transformation. I transformation. Like <laughs> how 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 are, how are you feeling? What's- you know, I'm just. It's been such a journey. I think. You know, first of all, the kids, you know, you know, we share these beautiful kids together and I love my kids so much and they're such an important part of my life. And I, I think this journey of, of, of self-discovery has really brought me back more so to who I, I once was right. with kind of with the life experience of what's happened in between. And I just think that, you know, that that so much over the last years has, you know, once you open Pandora's box, it's like you can't put any of that back nor would I want to I also really needed to do a lot of like self-healing for what I had like discovered along the way Um, and so it's been it's been a big transformation I have so much it's funny you have a 16 year old daughter which is how old you were when we met so that's and I feel 16 which is really why so it is this amazing (laughs) thing where I think for so often and, and I've heard people write this in watching the doc where they're like oh my gosh you know for so long people referred to it as like a midlife crisis I'm like and I refer to it as a coming of age again. And they're like, I love that kind of framework of thinking about things. I mean, I want to continue to well, come of age. That's what I was going to say. Do you want to make more docs? Of, what do you want to do? Oh, yes. I've I made love a making docs. Yeah, I love making docs. The uh, workload is under underrated. Oh, it's a lot. I, I tend to, yeah. And, and it's I, a lot. I mean, and I tend to make them over many years. Like, there's a doc that I've been working on um, on my dad. My dad and I went cross country, he had Alzheimer's. I made it like that was a big civil rights leader in the yeah, 60s, right? And 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 um and he and Brando, Paul Newman, Tony That's Franciosa right. had all gone to Gadsden, Alabama. So before before he had dementia, we went cross country and then I locked it away for like years and this is kind of my thing. It's like sometimes I just lock things away cuz yeah. I don't think I was ready to deal with the pain of what my father was really going right. through right. and and his passing. So so anyway, it's been incredible. So yeah, so working on different docs and then you know, I had scripted. It. I just I love Brewster, it. I'm like in Punky Brewster out? on Peacock is, TV streaming now. I mean, it's been so amazing. We're like waiting to hear. But you had fun doing it. It's been so much fun. Yeah. That's in, because you never turned your back on it. Exactly. That's why you were able to revisit because you didn't force it as like some terrible thing that happened to you. You were embraced it 20 Absol- years ago. Absolutely. So when it comes I was back like, around, this is a dream. 
dream You're like, true. fuck it, I've been, doing like, it yes. par- I've been doing it at parties for years. Totally. Let's get, <laughs> let's get paid for it. I mean, literally, I literally, and it was so amazing to be part of the whole process from, you know, from like it coming together to to the showrunners to Script just bring every, I mean, it was just, it was, yeah. it was just, it's been a dream Conley wouldn't have any of that if we came <laughs> back on Oscar. <laughs> I wouldn't, nor would I want any of that. So like, you know, so I just had a baby two weeks ago. I'm so happy Do for you, you. Can you swaddle? <laughs> I'm not the best swaddler. You were not a good swaddler. I wasn't right? a great swaddler. I was like, I just gave up after. You just wrapped. Like, Connolly yeah, didn't yeah. know what swaddling was. By the, by the like, yeah. No, by true the, story. Well, well I found but, out in the hospital. That's see, very I think important. you'd be very good at it. How is it going now? Well, technology's come a long way. What does that mean? They almost swaddled. What she almost swaddles yeah. herself. That's amazing. Yeah, it's like Velcro swaddling, <laughs> but they didn't have that. At the yeah, hospital. they you didn't have to, that for me. You had to do the yeah. The Conley, your own just so you know, you I, missed us last week. But Conley wanted he wanted the hospital to provide him with a fake baby to practice. I, I was up for just, three days. I was weird. I was delirious. I asked if they had any fake babies. They looked at me like I'm I had just want, I love the idea of you as a dad. I cannot wait to see this baby. It's fun. It's fun. I, by the way, no one's seen this baby. By the Let's ask Soleil. Do you think it's weird to not, like, when a baby is brought into this world, to give the baby a couple weeks to get their feet on the ground before? Well, well, especially during the times that we're living in. Right. All right. I don't think that has anything so, to do with it. No, no. That has nothing to do with it. I, but, I, I, I'm just offended that I haven't invited no, no, for I'm, I'm no longer offended because I saw kids. Toby and I was like, oh, the baby looks cute. How is she? And, and Toby's like, I haven't met her yet. I was like, oh, thank God. I'm not just a total fucking well, outsider the here. The first baby, even the second baby, you're like a little more. And then by the third baby, Maybe, like, I just, like, threw him into the car seat with no blame. Like, he didn't have, like, a T-shirt on. I was the third child. It was just, like, yeah. Like, they give up. So was I. By the fourth, forget about it. The parents are like, oh, who gives a shit? Is there a kid here somewhere? It's like home alone. We had four. But I just thought, so, like, normally, again, I don't know where I... Form in this Connolly uh, rankings of friends since he's so fucking popular. Oh my god, you but rank I very was, high. I thought I was especially, high. You're especially because tier. I'm like what? such a fan. You're on a decent I'm like, tier. Do you see every time I look at you, I'm like fangirling out. I appreciate out. it. I mean, so, like, but I, so like, I was, I, I was like picking out gifts, and I'm like planning to go to the hospital, which I've done. Did you for ever pick that gift? Hundred friends. Yeah, I got it from Tootie. I told you, but you wouldn't even give me a name or address. Wait, I have a gift, it. by the way. Wait, that's not. in the car. Do, do you know how many times I've asked him for the name and gift? So then he shows up here. I still don't know the name, and now I'm a little like, this motherfucker isn't going to give me the name. So I, I didn't have a name. I said, Kev, uh, have you figured out a name yet? He's like, I didn't tell you. I'm like, how many people have you told? <laughs> no, you didn't tell me. So I, anyway. I just, I mean, what, what, what are we, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston? I, I don't feel the need to make like an annou- a formal announcement about the baby. Like, oh, I'd I, like to announce that we proudly uh, gave birth to a very healthy, beautiful baby girl. That's I, like, I, that's like I, me I with don't... thank you cards. Like, I cannot get my head around writing thank you cards. I actually it's wanted like to the... talk to him about that. Oh, my God, that's I'm a no, big thing. Are you gonna do thank you cards? Is Zulai who's doing I'm that? Zulai will do. Because by the way, I, I already gave a gift for the shower. That was only three weeks ago. It's been a fucking grand on a on a baby seat and some other guys, shit. And I'm still playing high on tech gift. baby seat. I just, that's tech. amazing. Well, I am the worst at thank you cards, and so it. literally, there's still like a box of thank yous from the wedding from like 20 years ago I'm or waiting, whatever. I'm, that I'm waiting on my thank but, you cards. Yeah. Well, I by the way, I I mean, I used to lose my mind because those thank you cards, especially with Jewish women. Like the bar mitzvah, my mother used to torture me, and I hate thank you cards. So as I got older, I used to tell people I don't want gifts because I don't want to write a thank you card. Yeah. So if you want to give a gift, so just here's know my no thank you. Yeah, back. see, yeah. here's my thank you to everyone. Yeah. Thank you, you guys. I cannot get over this view in front of me. Like this is really. You're looking amazing. at Sean Penn from Fast Times. Like, Jeff Spicoli, like everywhere I go, there Jeff, he is. Jeff Spicoli, <laughs> which. 
you know, our organization core. I do feel like because I'm staring at him. Well, let's talk my way about saying that. Tell us about that, what you're doing. Now, so, so. Um, so I've had the incredible honor of working with Ann Lee and Sean Penn on core. Um, I first went uh, after the earthquake in Haiti, and Sean was there with his incredible team. We had 65,000 people that were under tarps, and they were delivering babies and clearing rubble. And I immediately was like, I want to be part of this organization. And um, and so I've spent the last decade working with them. And we've worked in Abaco, Puerto Rico, really across the globe. And in the last year since COVID-19 hit, we've done over 1.5 million vaccinations. Wow. We've done over 5 million tests across the country. We've now moved into Brazil. We're headed to India. So really India, globally. India is, a, India is yes. in need of help. Okay, so what so, is the organization? Core Response. Core um, Response. So they can go to Core Response. By the way, I wish Connolly I knew about this relationship between you and him because I spoke to Sean about coming on Entourage and doing what we did with Matt Damon where we really focused on the charity, obviously made it entertaining as well, but we Matt were going to do it. Matt was smart, man. But Sean Penn was was in Haiti and we were going to do something from Haiti and I was on the phone with Sean, which obviously I enjoyed for like two hours, but the whole time <laughs> I was just like, are we doing this or not? And I never got well, a commitment. Well, the fact that he's looking over us now. You know I where, mean, I, we you know where just... I bought that? I bought that at the Arclight. Did you? Yeah. It was for sale <laughs> I'm just Arclight. like, I'm just like, and I, so I, it, we're talking about this picture of Jeff Spicoli, a.k.a. Uh, Sean Penn, a.k.a. It's <laughs> sitting Spicoli. directly across from my face right now. Yeah, and I, I bought it at, uh, I'm like, I it's wanted to awesome. walk out of the arc light with it. They were like, no, it's on tour. It's touring at, around all the arc By the way, just as a joke for fun, do you think that just one day maybe we could just drop it at his like front lawn? Because that would be amazing. I would I like it. It's probably worth it. Yeah, I mean, maybe that would be amazing. On the podcast. I think, I think just like open it. <laughs> could you imagine he like wakes up one morning and opens it up and that's <laughs> One there. night, well, I did uh, like an idiot one night. I had a couple of drinks. We'd have to have a greeting. Like, gre- this we, painting we, I have. I showed him a picture on my phone like a jerk off. Did he love it? He yeah, he laughed. He was like, yeah, you know, whatever. Maybe hopefully one day I'll get the sign. I was like, great. Maybe, Kevin, maybe you, Leo, and a group of us should just go and show up with it at the house, a greeting party. It, it, it's funny. I, I, think like, ran- be, I think that would be funny. Randomly, so funny. randomly, Leo was like talking about his art collection. He's like, yeah, it's on tour in Europe. And he listed off all these museums. I'm like, my... My art's on tour too. It's hitting various arc lights. What'd you the, pay uh, for that picture? In the greater LA area. My, and, and it's true. Leo's artwork was on tour at the Louvre. Mine was at the arc lights in Southern California. What'd you pay for that picture? Oh, four grand, five grand. That's amazing. I, Wait, I, thought, you, I thought you bought it at the arc light, right? I bought it at the arc light, but they wouldn't let me leave with it because it wasn't done with the tour. I'm like, oh, God. I spent five grand. I'm walking home empty handed. <laughs> That's awesome. This is the best. That that is a genius story. But it's, it's true. And he and, was Leo's and did you dead say, serious. Was Leo, it was at the Louvre. Uh, Leo's to, <laughs> Leo's art collection was on some crazy tour, and I was like, me, trust me, bro. I know how you feel. I'm fucking my my Spicoli's making the rounds Leo at the arc lights. Leo wouldn't take the Spicoli and bring it. <laughs> Um, oh so, my so, god! So, yeah, yeah, that was this, this awesome. was great. This really was great. It was great to have oh you. Oh my and gosh! Great to watch. I don't want it to ever end. It was, it was amazing. And and Doug, you know, Doug is a hater. 
He loved the movie. Oh, that means so much to me. I'm not he, a hater. I love like this You know what? You know what it was. He Doug watched the movie and he had questions. I want to wait. Do you, wait, I feel like are there any other questions that we didn't answer? I mean, I know you can cut around. So is there? No. I, I mean, feel like maybe you had some questions. The big, no, the big just, one was, and and look, let's just be honest. And maybe we cut this. We're going a little yeah, long ahead. anyway. Yeah, so yeah. maybe we cut this. Okay. Maybe we don't. The, the, I think the question was, and I think just instinctually when you told that story, the question was, hey, who do you think that was? And, and to hear you say uh, it was more about yeah. m- multiple stories just yeah. in, in general, the conversation yeah. was, I don't know, I didn't think, Doug's like, I didn't think he's, she said that about Charlie. That, that It was just sort of a conversation that we were having and we were wondering yeah. if other people were having that and were coming to Got you it. with, hey, yeah, who was I, I didn't yeah. really have any questions. Just, again, what I thought like, was so This girl wrote everything down. That's pretty wild. No, <laughs> but no, because I'm, I'm someone who does that also, and my documentary would be boring because I sit in my house all right, day. I was so going to say, sounds eat. like a real nail biter. Yeah. <laughs> but what I thought was really <laughs> fascinating and why everybody should watch it, because it does feel like it was done from a place of love. There is a clear uh, a possibility of exploiting the shit out of major, major stars. And still, you made it really compelling and interesting. And for me, like I told my daughter to watch it because I think you get the sense. And I, look, I, I was actually pretty popular in high school, but I went through a lot of shit also. You go through those insecurities, you go through those things, and especially young women, well, you know, to, to get the word out and to let people know that people who seem like they have everything are going through these... Yeah kind of personal struggles is really fascinating and I thought you did it beautifully and, and great and uh, Kid 90 on Hulu check I, it out but again, my means... only question was is there something about Connolly I could oh, so there's yes. one of them about. so here's the thing so what I was going to say is Kevin as a teen that was one of the questions and you've always been so just full of heart and love and Thank you. such honesty Thank in you. the most loving way and 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 so that love was so contagious, so contagious then, and it hasn't changed. And you know how some people, like, they grow up and, you know, and, like, they go through their phase and whatever. Like, you could always count on Kevin to be consistent, to be loving. Thank you. To never get so full of himself, even, like, at the heights of everything, that he always had a hug, always a smile, and always just a genuine Love and and there's, there's a like few a people group, that I really feel well, that's that way about. There was like a, there was a group After that of speech. People. Will you let her meet the? There's party? a group. There's a there was a group of <laughs> us that when you when you, that when you see them, it just it's like automatically goes yeah. back to a time of innocence. Really, Completely. like I said, we were never big. Well, we smoked dirty weed, but like we were never big drug people, yeah. and we weren't even really big drinkers. Like yeah, we kind of were. Smoking weed and drinking beer. That's the thing is like so really, much it was, of it, it was, was really innocent. Really going was. to the movies yeah. and driving around and doing hanging, out, hand, of, hanging doing, out in parking lots. Doing lines, the hand job dancing. with Olivia Newton-John. Beatboxing. <laughs> Beatboxing was a big thing. Yeah, Sola, you got to send us anything with Kevin and Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> I mean, that's phenomenal. But I, I don't know. I, Thank I, you. I do say for anyone who's coming into this town, like if you can find your group and you can find your, your real core friends that'll stick with you from the beginning, that's that's pretty awesome. So I'm, I'm, I'm envious of you guys. And uh, I'm glad that we got to shine a positive light on Kevin because there's so much negativity (laughs) regarding him in this room. So uh, Doug and I have a very contentious relationship here on the podcast. That's why we have to keep tables between us. I love this podcast. You know, I was like, I was like, I want to come and visit you guys. Well, anytime you want to come back, this was fun. And uh, so much. 
Uh, Thank you so much. That's it, right, just, Doug? Rap, Doug likes to do the wrap ups. Wrap it up, Doug. No, that's it. I mean, I just, uh, you know, it, it's everybody take a look at this movie. Kid 90 on Hulu. It's great. Punky Brewster is back. Everything's fucking back besides Entourage, but we'll get there someday. Stop cursing out the president yeah. of HBO Max. Anyway, thank you for coming. 